Hello, namaste everyone, and welcome to Awaken Your Light Radio Show. It's always such a delight to be with the wise ones. It's just so much fun, and they lift me into this higher vibrancy, so I get to fly higher and bring forth this information for all of you. It's just everyone. Talk about a win, 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 win. It keeps echoing out from there. So I am a multiversal shaman, and my new banner is up on the website. I've only been working on that since April, beginning of April, to get that established. So yay! Got that done. And a spiritual interpreter, as I've talked many times, I am on the other side with the beings. I am not simply having the them speak through me. So I am a spiritual interpreter and self-empowerment coach. And it's a daily walk for all of us, really, seriously, to walk this walk and remember who we are, who we already are. We are this amazing loving light consciousness. And in that light, when we choose love, we are connected to the love of all that is. And it is in that connection that oneness occurs. Because when we are feeling like we are separate, we are not connecting to the oneness of what truly is. I know that's a... When you look at the whole quantum dynamic of this, it's just... Some days I go, wait a minute, wait a minute. How did I get into quantum dynamics and quantum physics and quantum mechanics? How did I get there? I was never good at science. What do you mean? <laughs> Why was I let down this road? Maybe that, ah, thank you, wise ones. Hello, guys. So for those of you out there that weren't very good at science in school and you're in this metaphysical realm now, you weren't supposed to be good at that science because that's the science that isn't accurate completely it's kind of skewed so we were being held to to learn the quantum field science oh thank you wise ones that finally makes sense to me ah there we go so anybody who can fly on that understanding go with it i share it with you so there we go. All righty. On that note, wise ones, what would you like me to tone about today? Before we, do you want me to give details of a, no, tone, tone, we want toning. All right. What do you want toning about or for? It's coming in with the new solstice energy. And what's coming up in July, the energies are a little crazy, like us. <laughs> you get to fly with us it's for a month. Um, I'm not sure that's good, guys, but we will show you why that's good. Okay. Turn four. Ease of flow. 
All right, they're not going to expand upon that, so let's go with it. <clears throat> hey, gets me in a more centered, balanced place. So, that said, guys, I got the next two shows lined up. We have July 1st. Are you, is anybody else so completely dumbfounded that we're in July next Sunday? Yikes. It feels like we just, like, June crept up on us and slam bangs stepped in, and now July's here, yowza. So, <laughs> July 1st is the Andromeda Council update, and we will be getting that recorded so I can give you guys a clue of what's coming. Then the 8th of July, interestingly, I thought we were going to do something with the solstice, because we might be doing the solstice instead of the of God talking about Father's Day and masculine energy. And I'm glad we did that show. If you haven't heard that, it's it's really quite amazing. We had some amazing um, understandings come through on that, different perspectives. So instead, for the 8th of July, I was led to this YouTube channel. This is how it usually happens. And this woman was talking about three eclipses coming up in July. I misunderstood. Three eclipses are going to happen in one lunar month. So the dates are July 12th, I believe, and through August 11th is what I was researching last night. Um, so it's one lunar month cycle is what it's called, not one calendar month. And that's pretty darn significant. So I got that the moon wanted to come in and talk to us about that and the solstice energy. So that will be on the 8th, which I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to that and to understand a little bit more what's going on right now. So that's upcoming. And um, just as a reminder, I did a journey recently for someone. It was amazing. We've done two sessions with her, and both of them are around opening her heart more fully. And two different lifetimes where in one she lost a life mate and one she lost a twin flame and how it just shut her down. And unfortunately, 
she didn't get to heal those emotional fragments before she ended that lifetime, which ever since we've left the tribal communities and shamanic spiritual healers, as man has evolved, which I hate to even, I'm not so sure we evolved in that way. Um, So many people leave a lifetime fragmented from trauma and grief. And it is in those moments that these emotional fragments occur. And I literally can go back and describe everything to you. It's like I'm watching the movie of it. And I can describe it to you. And I can tell you the dynamics and the emotions and the feelings and the fears and everything that came up. And then we bring that back as light. The healing team usually comes in, which is your guardian angel and Archangel Raphael and (laughs) Jesus, um, unless you are aligned with the different different beings. Um, And they will assist in bringing these fragments back. I work with the Lemurian Crystal Elders in the Crystal Healing Cave. It's uh, amazing. The work is amazing. And um, everybody who's worked with me has felt the changes that have occurred based on it. So just know that those journeys are available. And the laser emotional coaching, when we can get to the root cause of, of your emotional what's causing you to stop or feeling limited and we can find where it is in the body and heal that tear and remove that pain body or that fragment. Um, Sometimes it's an imprint of an emotional experience. So that's what the laser emotional coaching does. All right, guys. So with that said, uh, we have two people with their hands up. If anyone else would like to call in, it's 347-838-8024. And remember to raise your hand with the number one. Hit the one, and I'll know you have a question. So wise one, father, no best. Because I remember seeing reruns of that show. I don't. I think it was preemie, but I remember seeing shows. A father knows best. Some of you probably don't even know that that show existed a long time ago. So, what is uh, what is this about? Father knows best. We're thankful you asked because we were going to tell you anyway. So, what it means is, hmm, we're not going to tell you yet. We're going to wait and keep you in suspense. Yay! We love keeping you on suspense. On your toes. On your toes. Because on your toes is how you really hear something. So, yes. Yes. We were on the planet. We know how the human psyche works. We know how to get you on your toes. Listening. Waiting in suspense. That's what we love doing because that keeps us in suspense and we have fun. Anyway, we just, we toy, we play purposely, always. How else can we keep you guys having fun? 
guys get so rote. You get so in a zone. And we have a hard time, like, like shaking you awake so you hear what we have to say. That's the real problem in this whole scenario. You guys hear the information all the time. You get it from so many sources, and you're stuck in rote mode. Father knows best. Why did we say that? Because Karen's still stumped. We kept her in the dark. That's not always easy to do. She's smarter than she thinks. We have kept her in the dark because we want this to be fresh and new. We want you guys on your toes listening, ready to hear. Silence on the radio. It's so not supposed to happen. Guys, they're making me crazy right at this minute. I'm ready to, like, punch somebody, but I can't. So there we go. Um, And we've got you on your toes. So now, best happens. You know that father energy is your masculine energy. It is your left brain energy. It gives out. Your right brain creates. Your left brain manifests. That does it. We had Karen hear this woman say something the other day. Manifestations are the creations that occur from your fertility. Fertility would be the womb, would be the center of creation, would be the second chakra, your sacral space of creation. So that's your fertility. That's your creation center. So how do you manifest from the right, from the masculine And that's the beauty of the the evolution of the human body and the human essence. That's the beauty of duality, really. Duality in many people's minds is something harsh. It's something that's the good versus the evil. That's duality. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. To some degree, that is the truth. But the other essence of duality that you really, 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 really want to focus on is that it is the ability to create and manifest, create and manifest, create and manifest, create and manifest, the flow of all of that happening. It comes in the left, it goes out the right, it flows through your entire energy field. That's the real value and clarity that you all need to, to really stand in and get clear about. You want that flow. You want that rhythm. Father knows best. Know best. How? Because the masculine in you knows how to project 
your creation. What good is it if it just stays inside? Hmm. You create, you bring it in, you fertilize, you think, you feel, you you embrace, you nurture, you hug what you want to create. And then Father Masculine sends it out to the world, picks it out of the nest of that womb, just like any good bird parent does, kicks it out and says, time to fly. Time to fly. So we're here today to kick your butt out of the creation nest. Because you guys have been creating. You have been. You've been creating for centuries. No, not that far. But at least all this lifetime. And some of you brought things in from other lifetimes. So you've been creating. Go in and send it out. Because here's why. The reason you want to do this is because the energies that came in with the solstice are aligned with the field. The, what you call the veil is so thin right now. So what you want to create flourish. You've got a you've got a thinner, a, a looser sieve. Let's say it that way. So you know if you're sieving something, you got real tight mesh, and it's hard to get it through, and you got to shake really hard to get it through, and you got to shake and push and poke and punch and push and yeah, and that was age of Pisces. Now you've got this mesh that just, I mean, just keeps opening up and opening up and opening up and opening up and opening up. And now you can just let it pour through. Yahoo! Yahoo! (laughs) So, guys, I'm going to ask, why did it take three months for my banner then? What's up with that stuff? No, it was full April, May, June. So three months almost to get my banner done. Wasn't time. <sighs> so so what do we do about divine timing? If, if we're getting this open sieve now and the opportunities are there, why... What's divine timing about? I would think that divine timing would align with the fact that the veil is so thin. So what do you mean by that? We got our annoyed. Good. Because now we can get you all cooking. Here. Here's why. Karen, you've created a huge, huge, huge vision for yourself it's not the norm so to have a huge vision arise you've got to have the quantum field alignment in alignment in a much greater way it's a greater cognitive wheel 
like mechanical wheel. There's so many pieces to it that need to come together. And that's the timing that has to fall into place. Not everything takes that many dynamics to come together into one flow. Not everything takes that. It can be a lot simpler. It also, let's talk about it this way. What if you're attracting a, a soulmate? You want to, and, and we don't even want to use that term. Let's talk life mate because you have thousands of soulmates. So what if you want to attract a life mate, a lover, a spiritual partner, someone to share your world with? That can be super simple if you're both Suppose you need to be at latitude 100 to meet. And you're both at like 95, 98. Well, that's going to happen pretty darn quick. But if you want to meet this person and you're at 98 and he's at 70, it's going to take a little while to get those synchronicities in alignment to get the field in alignment and the vibrations connected because even if you pass each other on the street you wouldn't notice each other because you're at 98 he's at 70 you're at two different latitudes the planes would fly right across each other and you wouldn't even know there'd be a cloud in the middle so when something takes a while to manifest it's it can be, number one, a resistance pattern that going on for you because, Ken, you had some of that going on. You had some pain bodies and, and you had some, oh, you had the, the pain bodies, the imprints, and some, what was the third thing? There was a third thing. Anyway, there were some patterns in the way that were stopping you from stepping up. We're stopping you from stepping up into multiversal shaman. So, you know, when things like that happen too, that's when you reach out to Karen or someone like her that can help you break down and break through those limitations. She had someone help her break through hers. Because, you know, there's days you need a little help from a friend. No matter how wise you are, you each need help from friends. That's why even in... Tribal communities, the shamans gathered together and worked together for things. Okay, so the reason that this is all coming into play right now is you've got a thinning, an opening to the connection. That's the reason for the Creation Portal newsletter. If you haven't read that, go check out Mother Mary's message that she brought in um, last month, May 31st. Very on point about where the energies are and what's happening now and what's possible. You're getting more and more opportunities. So that's why we say Father knows best. You're creating, you're creating, you're creating, you're shifting, you're clearing, you're breaking 
through the limitations, you're clearing out the ease of the unconscious, the newsletter we wrote about the pain bodies that are hidden in your unconscious. As you're clearing them out, as you're releasing all this stuff, you can then connect to the field. And mother knows how to create and fertilize and nourish and nurture. Father knows how to send it out, kick butt, and, and move forward. That's why we chose in June, in the month that America celebrates Father's Day, to clarify that Father knows best in how to get manifestations out into the quantum field. With that, we'll take questions. <laughs> they never cease to amaze me of where they're going with something. All righty. So, again, if you want to, we have a lot of callers, if you want to, Ask a question and raise your hand with the number one. And if anyone else wants to call in, it's 347-838-8024. So our first caller, 412. Welcome. Colleen, where are you from? Hi, I'm Jessica from Pittsburgh. Hello, Jessica. Hi, how are you? Good. Good. Thanks for calling. What can the wise ones answer for you today? So I just wanted to know, I'm going through a really terrible legal battle, and I've been working on ending past life contracts with my ex-husband, and I actually went to um, the Upper Peninsula and did a summer solstice ceremony. And I just wanted to see how things are progressing of just closing old chapters and trying to have a successful end to my legal battle. Ah, we're glad you asked because that is an appropriate topic for today's conversation. So you're working on creation. You're working on clearing yourself all perfect, all in the right timing for you. And as a human being, you have worries and doubts which always crop in, no matter how spiritual you become. You'd really have to be a guru on a mountain, not having to deal with anybody else in society to let go of all worries and concerns. So we just want to honor you there. We also want to caution you about that because, When you let a seed of worry or doubt manifest too long, and there's a a 17-second rule that's out there that people have talked about, so we'll just go with that for right now, just so that you have something to work with. If you allow something to, to take root longer than that, it will start to it'll start to interrupt what you've sent out to the quantum field to create, okay? 
So what there is to really be conscious of, and we're reminding you of this, we know that you know this, so we just want to bring this back into the front of consciousness. Whenever you start to doubt or fear, we always recommend you go back to your intentional framework. So we want to offer you the understanding of the intentional framework. Create the, the, the field of energy, the doorway you want this manifestation to walk through. So in other words, you would like this settlement to be in the highest and greatest good of love and light, of completion of karma for both souls to move forward in the new direction of their life and their world. You know, something on that nature, whatever you want to create, but that's an idea, okay? Create that portal, framework, structure, field that you walk through as a result, that this is what's completed, and and honor it as if it had already occurred. We always have Karen say, thank you, thank you, thank you, that everyone was blessed, that uh, grace, that the highest and greatest good happened, that I am honored, he was honored, we complete this contract, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Go from that stance. Keep that framework. And the minute you start to doubt or have worries or fears, as soon as you can, hopefully before the 17 seconds where they start to seed or start to root, then clear it and get back to your framework. Get back to that that vision, get back, get back, get back, get back. Because the more that you can stay in that vision, that's what you're sending out. And that will get, that field of energy will get stronger and stronger and stronger. And it will become a dominant force, which we don't even really want Karen to use the word force. It will become a dominant frame, structure, for the completion of this project to move through, the completion of this legal case to move through. So, and in doing that, when you do that, when you create that kind of structure for yourself, you're sending that out, your masculine is sending that out. The creation, your feminine energy, is creating the field. The masculine is vocalizing it and sending it out. And that's the flow then you will create for yourself in this situation and all of life. So it will serve you everywhere when you keep this commitment to that situation. You'll find it everywhere in your world. Because when you ask for the highest and greatest potential and the greatest good for all, you will always serve yourself and everyone around you. Because, because here's why we say that. You do not, you're not going to complete karma with this person if you decide you want the absolute best thing for you and you don't care about that person. Then what you're going to do 
you're going to create a field where you get an outcome you like and that person's angry and you're constantly going to get angry energy from that person and you are not going to complete the karma. Then you're going to create more. So you want to create a field where everyone's blessed if you truly want to complete karma with him or anyone else. And that's the way to move forward in everything in life. Do you have any questions? Um, just out of curiosity, and I, I appreciate what you just said, any idea like when this is going to be over? When do you see it, you know, because I've been working on it for a while and it's exhausting. And it's, you know, yes. the part involving my kids, like there's two parts of it, money and non-money. And unfortunately mm-hmm. there's some, opinions, but I'm trying, I'm working at it, but any idea when it's roughly going to be, cha- there'll be some changes? So we want you to consider listening to this again, because what we just heard, the way you spoke that, clarifies the concern and the worry and the doubt you have connected to the situation. Correct. And yes, you're 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 you've got children, you want the the faster that you can get this all embraced in love and you just know and you just keep every time you get worried say thank you, thank you, thank you that my children, myself, my ex is all going to be blessed we're all going to move forward. We're all going to step into a, a greater loving space for ourselves. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is going to be a loving thing for all of us. If you can keep standing there, just just even say that to yourself, and you'll feel your energy just shift out of worry, okay. out of fear. And and it, that your the exhaustion is coming from the fear and the doubt. And the worry. That's where the exhaustion is coming from. So the, like every time you get yourself back into, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, that will allow everyone to shift and allow it to flow. Because right now the fear, doubt, and worry stops everything. All flow. And that's the, that's the energetics around this. So once you get it flowing, it'll fall into place. Okay. Be, because you'll, ask, you'll break the resistance. You had, you had mentioned something before. You took my question about the different um, um, things going on with the planets or solstice or something this summer. What is going on? Mm-hmm. The energy, yes, and we're the moon's going to talk more about this on July eighth. So Karen will be interpreting a message um, from the moon, or talking with the moon. And um, what the solstice came in, and a lot of people experienced um, kinetic energy that day. It was a little chaotic. And the reason being is the the energies just kept keep amping up. It's like it's like you just keep turning up the heat, 
turning up the heat, turning up the heat, turning up the heat, and it just creates more molecular movements. And that's what's going on energetically in your galaxy because of where you are in the Aquarian constellation. It's a higher vibrating area of space. It's a, that's why this whole thing, the age of Aquarius and the age of love, and it's the golden age, it's when everything needs to shift to a higher vibration of love and acceptance and peace and oneness. And so it's shaking things up for people to release resistance. It's, it's like, you know, that's the reason things are going on in your country right now. There's such, I mean, the heat's been turned up that everybody has to look at their racism and their bigotry and their um, greed and their right to be privileged and and their empathy levels and compassion levels and that everybody's having to look, having to stop and step into somebody else's shoes and understand a different perspective. It's unfortunate that that's the way things are going to shift. So it's breaking the resistance. It's breaking up the separation patterns. It's breaking up all of the um, (sighs) disconnections that have been happening and the class distinctions that still exist in every country. That's what's coming in with the solstice. It's a higher level of shaking things up, higher vibration. The eclipses are all about spotlighting the darkness, spotlighting the subconscious and spotlighting the unconscious. And if you haven't looked at your fears and pain bodies and and, and things you've stuffed down, you're going to have to. That's so, yeah, and when you do, you'll flow in it. When you don't, it's going to be painful. Okay? I appreciate everything you just said. Thank you so very, very much. Thank you. Jessica, thank, thank you. Thank you for calling and bringing that wonderful piece to this conversation. Join us thank again you. and keep us posted. Um, I would, we would you. certainly want to. Well, I'll be supporting, and you know what? Would you like us to say a prayer with you? Yes, please. Okay. So thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our benevolent, loving, spiritual teams out there, of everyone listening, that we can empower Jessica and all who are going through any kind of similar situation We send out a loving field to surround her and and her children and her soon-to-be ex. We send that out so that everyone feels safe, sacred, whole, heard, respected, and are able to step forward in a more powerful way as a result of this completion of karma 
and this healing for all of these souls that have been traveling together. Thank you, thank you, thank you for creating this field of love and light around all of them and anyone going through this situation. And we ask for the guidance and the wisdom of the angels and the energy fields and the connection of the new grid of love and light to serve and support them to easily move forward and flow in love and peace and light for growth, truth, and clarity through this process and its completion in light and love. Thank you for this and greater always. Namaste. Amen. Aho. And so it is so. There we go. We anchored it in. All right, Jessica, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye for now. All right. I've got 604. Namaste. Who's calling and where are you from? Oh, hi. Hi, Karen. This is Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Hi. I want to ask you a question. I want... um, my love life and a life partner for me and a time frame and if there's any fragments that need to be returned to me. Aha. Okay, Catherine. So, wise one. Okay. So what we're going to say first is, yes, there are some fragments for you to 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 bring back because if you listen to yourself you are not feeling the strength of your power you're not feeling the strength of your light you're feeling a little hesitant and uneasy about and that's that's a sign for you to know that you're not fully grounded in who you are which You know, really, truly, there are so few souls on the planet right now that are complete, that haven't been fragmented in lifetime after lifetime, or this one alone. There's there's so many traumas that have happened to so many people. So if your parents divorced, you were traumatized and probably have a soul fragment. Because somewhere deep yeah. down you think that you you were responsible for it. Karen's brother died when she was 18. And, and she recently uncovered that she has this feeling that she's not worthy to be living. Her life isn't worthy enough. That why should she still be alive and he wasn't? That he isn't. I mean, those are the kind of traumas that happen that, that you, you just, it's, it's part of the human experience. So nothing bad about this. It's it's what happens in a world where you don't have the spiritual leaders that help you heal from these kind of traumas right away. So, yes, you understand. So that would be first. That would be first and foremost. And... That would be important for you to connect to and heal. Could you mute the computer? Do you have a computer on? 
Because we're getting feedback. No. No. Oh, then it might be in the There's phone. No All right. Catherine, I'm going to – okay, let's see if that stops now. Okay. Um, so sorry. I just was hearing myself speak again afterwards, and it was throwing me. Okay. Um, wise ones, go back to where you were. I got to get focused again. So what we were saying, Catherine, is that when you have – you understand the trauma that – that you experience and that there are, is some fragmentation. And also what we want to say is there is some imprinting that happened. And what that means is that you had others imprint their feelings into you and it caused you to take ownership of those emotions. Again, almost everybody walking on the planet has that as well, okay? And then there's some childhood pain bodies that are in your unconscious that are um, hiding to protect themselves. It's, it's emotions that kind of like hide away. And, you know, why should I, why should I be a leader when I just get squashed or yelled at or or why should I be a, someone who creates an artist when people ridicule what I do? And so you shut down that passion or that desire or that emotion. You shut it down because you don't want to be ridiculed or belittled or, or hurt anymore for it. Those are the kind of things that, that you are still dealing with and would be wonderful to work on right now, especially in the energies and the flow, because they're just going to get harder and harder to deal with for you. So that's something to know. Now, love life. So you, you could attract someone right now to you, but your pain body those little, the little inner child in you is pushing that away because they don't want to be judged and, and loved. They don't want to be um, judged in love, in, in a loving relationship. Um, they're afraid. The little girl in you is afraid. And she's pushing that away, which that will shift as you heal those emotions. And that's one of the things to, to embrace right now and clarify. You want to get that balanced. Because the truth of the matter is, if you pull someone in right now, you're going to pull someone in who has the same pain. And then your pain is going to cause problems in the relationship because his pain is going to come at you and your pain is going to come at him and that's not what you want. When you heal this, you'll attract someone of like frequency who has also done the healing or who will see the healing in you and, and will work at it himself. And that's where you want to come together with someone because that's the true relationship. You want two whole complete beings coming together now. It's not about any more 
the um, I, I'm I'm going to mute you, Catherine, because I'm getting that feedback. So I'll unmute you okay. in a minute. So, sorry, guys, that was really distracting me. Uh, so, Wasmans, go ahead. In the age of Pisces, the types of relationships that worked were what many of you saw with your parents or grandparents, where you complete me. You had someone that was really good at one piece of the of of life, and someone with the other piece, and they worked together, and they were they became a whole because they both brought a piece to the relationship that worked. Usually, the father worked, the mother stayed at home, took care of the household. That's what kept them together. That was the that was the two incompletes coming together to make a whole relationship. That doesn't work anymore in the age of Aquarius. In a spiritual zone that you guys are in with the vibrations and the frequencies that you are have moved into in the universe, the types of relationships now that work are the spiritual relationships where two whole complete beings come together. They, they work as individual units and share together. That's the that's the power relationship that will work today where you flow in and out of each other as two holes. And one day one person does the wash, the next day the other person does the laundry. It's like, okay, you do the dishes tonight, I'll be on tomorrow night, I'm cooking, you're cooking. It's the flow in today's world that's the it's no longer that, that that one person brings the yang and one person brings the yin. You know, you had the extrovert and the introvert in a relationship. They were two and they became the whole. Now you're the whole. You're yin-yang within you and the other person's yin-yang within them and that's what comes together. It's the balance. It's a whole new rhythm in relationship. And, Catherine, that's really what you're wanting because anything else is just going to be what your parents had or what you saw that are friends and the people you know that are divorced. Anything else is going to, to eventually not work. It might be short term. And, and, you know, if you find that person right now, just enjoy a relationship with somebody. And when they press your buttons, then for showing you what's next to heal. That's kind of where it's at right now. If you're in that kind of a relationship, just bless them for showing you what needs to heal. Oh, you're seeing so many relationships right now where one person's a doormat and they let everybody walk all over them and, and it keeps happening and happening and happening and it will until they say, enough, no more, I am not a doormat. No, no, you can't treat me that way. So everything on that nature is there to show you. It's there to help you. So we'll bring you back on, Catherine. Do you understand? Um, yes, and, and that's the relationship that I thought that I had with the person I was with. Type of relationship did you think you had? Well, we, we just did things for each other. Okay. And it wasn't 
it wasn't stuck together because it was a role that was in the past because of children or anything else. Mm. And it ended. Yes. Okay. Okay. So the greatest way to heal from something like that is look at what you're accusing that person of, what did or didn't happen. Like maybe you accuse this person of not loving you enough. Then that's where to look for yourself. Where are you not loving yourself enough? Where are you? Because the pain often comes from you don't feel lovable enough, you don't feel worthy enough, you don't feel good enough, why wasn't I good enough for that person? Kind of look down that road and see if anything's going on for you there because then that would be a place to then look for yourself. Where am I not loving myself enough? Where am I not believing in myself enough? Where do I not feel worthy? Those are the kind of things to look at when you look at the ending of a relationship. There's always a gift. We're not saying that there isn't something, you know, in everything in life there's duality. So you have a plus and a minus sign. You know, it's easy to focus on the minus signs. It's easy to focus on the negativity. But where was the positivity? What can you learn from this? What's the, what's the silver lining? And that's where you're going to grow. Do you understand? Well, I know where the silver lining was, and I like being in a relationship. It works for me. Right. But we're talking about the silver lining of why it ended. What's the silver lining in that? Because, uh, great, you you love being in a relationship. You know that you're capable of that. That's what you want in life. Perfect. So the next thing to do for yourself And this is something that, you know, it's going to take time. It's not going to happen in this phone call. You want to look at what did you learn from this? What was the opportunity of growth for you? What is hurting right now? Because whatever, wherever you're shut down and you're hurting, that's where the breakthrough is. That's where the pain is to walk through. And that's what's going to make you stronger. Okay? Okay. Mhm. Yeah. All I right, don't understand good. where it is. Yeah. There's the problem. There's the problem. Okay. And um what do you feel what are you angry about? What am I angry about? Yeah, about the person. I think that if a person came to you, no matter what it was, and if you love them, you'd work it out. Okay. So you're angry that he didn't love you enough. Oh, I think he does. I I'm just don't understand why the person wouldn't work it out. Well, then you're left incomplete. And then it would be to... Um, have a 
ask him to clarify that for you because you don't know how to move forward. You don't know why why it ended. You you don't you don't understand. Yeah, that's that's an incompletion. And for you to move forward, you really need to know that answer. So then it's to have clarity with him. And then, you know, okay, so then clarity what? With you. With someone who, what? How can you have clarity when someone stonewalls you? He won't talk with you. He won't speak to you. He won't. No. Answer, answer your phone call. No. Okay. So that's the opportunity to look at that situation and and look at how that makes you feel. Like it's got to make you shut down. It, it sounds like you've, you've got to is. look. Yes, there you go. There you go. That's where the anger is. Like how dare you not talk to me? My God, we were in a relationship for how long and you won't even freaking talk to me? Are you kidding me? Let yourself get angry. Let yourself get really angry at this person because really he's being an asshole, to be quite blank with you. He's being a real, he's being a child who doesn't have how to face conflict. Now. That's right. Right. So he's being a child. So he, here's what happens in relationships, guys. You get in a relationship and a relationship starts to bring you back to all of the issues in your life. And the real clarity is, are you going to walk through them or not? Are you going to hold on to those childhood hurts and those childhood um, sentences you created for yourself? So when something happens in life and you decide, I'm not going to be a leader because I'm not going to be yelled at and ridiculed again for trying to lead something. So you shut it down. So anytime in an adult life when you're asked to be a leader and you just, you just like adamantly refuse, I'm not doing that. You're letting that child run your adulthood. Okay. You're letting that sentence that you decided back then, I'm never going to be a leader again because I'm not going to be hurt again. That's the sentence you sentence your life to. All right. He came up against one of those sentences for himself, and he's refusing to walk through them. There is nothing you can do about that. That's right. It's not your fault. I understand that. So, good. So, yes, have grace with yourself that you, there's nothing wrong with you. You're enough, you're worthy, you're lovable. Yeah. He got stopped. And you can bless him bye-bye, but how do you have a relationship with that? You can't. You can't. You can also wrap, you can, you can ask the angels to, to assist him to heal that 
because he can't grow as a soul and evolve unless he's healed. I've done that. Good. And then you need to move on. And you need to, here's, here's what we would offer for you to do. Look in a mirror and look in your eyes. And don't stop looking in your eyes in that mirror and say, I am lovable. I am worthy. I am valuable. I'm really fabulous in a relationship. I love being in a relationship. I am a beautiful woman. I invite someone in my life who will honor me and fly with me and see how amazingly wonderful I am. And I promise you I will see you in the same light and we will have a joyous life together. I invite you into my life now. And I am so excited to meet you. And I've asked for that. I've asked for somebody equal to or greater than. Perfect. So what there is to do, what we said to the to Jessica, hold that intentional framework. Keep holding that. And every time you start to think about this guy and get upset or get sad or grieve, say, I'm so excited, honey. I'm so excited to meet the per- this person who's equal to me and and I love our relationship together and I speak as if it's in the now it's already arrived because that's how it'll happen faster but you've got grief in the way right now good you did all the work around it that grief is what's stopping you and bottom line is just keep blessing him and and standing in I'm so excited to meet you. Oh, I love being in your arms. And every time you get back to that, that's the frequency that will track it quickly. Okay? Okay. And that's going to heal you through this grief as well. Because it's a process. You know, be, be kind to yourself. Be gentle. Be gracious. It's a process. All grief well, is a all- process. Yes, a distraction. Mm. Yeah, it's an ending. And it's time for a new beginning. So, blessings. Thank you, Catherine. And we send you love. And we're holding you in that framework. Namaste. Thank you, Karen. I miss you all the time. Love your show. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. You have a great day. And truly, you know, bless that person because you were never going to have the kind of relationship you wanted with him if he wouldn't grow. So let's let's all hold him in the light because he's just going to have a very difficult light until he, life until he goes through that. So blessings to him Thank as you. well. You're Thank welcome. You so bye. bye for Goodbye. now. I have extended the show, so next we're going to go with 917. Namaste, and who's calling, please? Namaste. Hi, you're speaking with Anna. Anna, so nice to meet you. Where are you from? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. East Coast. 
East Coast. Okay, good. Good. So, Anna, what can the wise ones answer for you today? Well, the wise ones can tune into my energy and why is it so low? It's just so hard to do anything with this energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anna, I can tell you that this this past week especially was exhausted and I have I know three friends that were very exhausted this past week. So private I believe is the solstice. So let's hear what the wise ones say about this, okay? <clears throat> Namaste, Anna. Yes, we will happily answer this because you and many other people have been going through this. And a lot of this has to do with the solstice energy and what came in with the solstice. There are it, – it's a higher vibration, so it's hit everybody. You're constantly being – it's sort of like – if you woke up one day and somebody moved you from the base of the Himalayans to the, like the, the quarter of the way up. And it's just like you keep getting raised in altitude and you guys are trying to figure out now, wait, how do I walk and talk and breathe in this altitude? That's sort of what it's like in these new vibrations. Okay. So that's the best analogy we can give you. Or if you were, taken deeper into the ocean and you had to keep adjusting so that you didn't get the bends. You, you'd have to just keep. You guys are having to keep adjusting to the new energies. And the more that you're leadened down with emotional stuff, worries or pains or doubts, the more that that happens to you, then the more that you are getting um exhausted exhausted if you're going through anything emotional in these new energies those in, that will cause you to feel more tired so that's the other piece to this puzzle so you've got some emotional turmoil going on right now which is what's causing you to also feel tired the other thing you can do it for yourself is to find someone who can help you or if you can do kinesiology for yourself and check in to see if you need any minerals. Okay. There, there may be some mineral imbalances going on. Do some grounding work, even if you can walk barefoot on the ground you know, and touch the grass and the dirt. Get yourself grounded in a new way. That would be a good thing for you. Or just go out and lie on the ground and meditate or something on that nature. Get yourself rooted, grounded. Um, There are supplements you can look into that are... um, we just let Karen to one. There's, there's, they're of the earth, and they have the nutrients of, and the minerals of earth in them. So that's something you can look into, check out for yourself, and see if you need any of those kind of things. Again, work with somebody who could muscle test you or if you can muscle test yourself. 
something on that nature. Um, ask your body to assist. Yeah, that's really important for you. And the other thing is to just breathe through any challenges you're going through. If you just close your eyes and think about the situation and then breathe yourself into a solution, solution. say, thank you for the solution. Breathe in. Thank you for the solution. Breathe yourself. Even if you do that three times or five times for change, you know, that thing. Better yet, do that when you're standing on the ground barefoot. Um, That's going to help you ground and center again. Because think about it. If you think about these new energies like the wind, and so you're in sort of a tornado force wind, um, it's not quite that bad, but it's, it's up there. It, you would do whatever you wanted to do to stay centered. You want to stay centered in the eye. Because anything chaotic or kinetic in your brain, like if you're worried and you're going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, do I do this, do I, no, no, should I, should I, shouldn't I, would, couldn't, couldn't, wouldn't, when you go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, that puts you in the kinetic energy. And with the state of the world right now, if you get yourself in that energy field, it and pull apart. So whatever you guys can do to ground, not only Anna, whatever you guys can do to ground yourself, do. Do. Stay centered. Stay centered. Because it's not only going to empower you, it's going to empower all of humanity. The more people who stay centered in this, the more you will get humanity through these world changes and this new energy field. Makes sense? Do you understand, Anna? I mean, yeah, I understand that there's some... Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. It's hard in today's world not to feel conflicted about something. All you have to do is go on Facebook or the news or any social media and boom, something screams at you to be conflicted about. It's, it's all over the place. So anything you guys can do to stay grounded right now, do for yourself. It's very important. Very, very important. Thank you. Thank you, Anna. Namaste to you. We send you blessings. Anna, thank you so much for being part of the show today. And come back and join us in the future, okay? Yes, I will. Wonderful. Namaste for now. One, one, one. Namaste. Namaste, Karen. It's Queen. Hello, hello. Hi there. How are you? Good. Very good. Always flying high, 
during these shows. It's a wonderful thing. Love it. So love it. I see you. I see you flying with your wings of an eagle. Yay! <laughs> yeah. I'm owning dragonettes um, these days. My dragon told me one day, you're a dragonette, not an eaglet. And I was just like, oh, okay, uh, I'll own that. Dragonette. <laughs> it works for you, it works for me, dragonette. I there can, you go. I can ride with that. I can fly with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. You know, that, as you said, that it, it's funny because I can <laughs> see the wings. I, I interpreted it as an eagle, but now I have been clarified. And all, that's all good. Which is what I, <laughs> which is what I um, would like from the wise ones is, is more clarity as to moving forward with my, as you know by now, perhaps you, you remember, I think you do, that I am <clears throat> writing books. And I, mm-hmm. of course, I, they have to go out into the public. And that's the mm-hmm. masculine energy of which you were referring to. So yes. any insight as to that, the marketing, taking it to the marketplace, the marketing, packaging, um, yes, and blessings, blessing, words of power to be spoken over them. Um, mm, yes. Well, the first thing we're going to ask you is, did you create the intentional framework for them? Yes. Okay. Then part of the marketing is to send out the framework as well. Don't forget that piece, or actually remember that piece. Remember to send out the framework. That as you bless this into the world, you bless the the intent for the book. So for anyone listening, the intent. And we'll give you Karen's intent is to uh, profoundly inspire herself and all others to more fully love themselves, each other, the planet, all beings, and all of her brothers and sisters throughout the multiverses. So everything she does has that intent around it. Every show, every newsletter, every word she writes in the book, everything. And that's what she sends out with everything. So, so uh, take the time to establish, which you have, you have. Make sure to remember to send that forth with every action you take to market. You guys are in such a wonderful space right now because there are so many possibilities to market a book. You've got Amazon. You've got self-publishers all over the place. You've got, you know, local publishers. You've got um, national publishers. You can get it published immediately, locally, and then you can always get another publisher later. You lose a lot of rights Mm. when you go with major publishers. You keep your rights when you self-publish. There are so many options. So really the easiest way to do this, sit down, with, you know, a piece of paper, look at the different solutions, look at the costs involved, like, or even set up your paradigms first. What, what monies? Like, do you want 
to take the time to get a major publisher because that takes time and it takes an agent. And there's a lot of steps involved in that. Do you want to take that kind of time? Or do you want to get it out in the marketplace now and go right away? So then you've got, do you want to go through Hay House, with, through Balboa Publishing under Hay House? Because that's going to cost you a figure. Do you want to spend that kind of money to get it out with them who they have a name and that might get it out more clearly or completely? Then there's the other piece to the puzzle where you can do it on Amazon and you lose more of the profits of the book, but it gets right out there and it's up on Amazon. Or do you want to go with a local publisher that, or somebody who has a website of books and they can get it on their stuff? So there's all kinds of options that you have. And you might want the grassroots approach where you go out and do a speaking engagement and you, you get it out there that way. And then they can buy it through Amazon. So really it's what, what, you want to look at is what you believe will best support your intention will reach who you believe the book is meant to reach. Who's your market? Where are they located? How do you best reach them? Through what venue? Those are the kind of things to look at for yourself. And you start wherever you're comfortable because you can always grow. You can always grow. It's not in, you're, you're lucky because it's not like it was 50 years ago where you had to go with a major publisher. You didn't have any other options. Now you do. Now you do. Now, I, have, I was aware of, of what you've, you've spoken about, the, the Amazon, the Hay House, the self-publishing, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. What I was seeking more insight on was, and, and since you said the framework, now am I just speaking the words, holding on to the thought, or is that part, my, my, um, is that part of my, or should that be part of my um Packaging, like on my my on the inside of the book or the outside of the book, somewhere that that is written as well. That's really what I was seeking more clarity, clarity on. Oh no, I, I was seeking clarity okay. on marketing, but but you brought up the the, the framework and um, the intention. Should that be in the writing, the actual writing itself? Thought word deed. It's always much more powerful if it's in written word. And if it's an intention that will honor the reader, most definitely put it in the book. For instance, Karen's intention. For someone to open the book and read that that's what she wants them to receive, from the book that would honor them, that would uplift them and empower them. And all good intentions will. We suspect that yours would be that powerful for a reader as well. 
Okay. Are we right? Uh, truly. <laughs> yes. Truly. There we go. Yes. Then, yes, you want that written. You want them to... That will entice. If you pick that up and you read that and go, "Wow, wow, I, okay, I want to read this book," it will entice them to want to read it. Plus, it will put up front the vibration of the book. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like planting the symbol, and in, and you'll put the that frequency right there in the book in every book so yes that is in the grave good got it thank you and it's 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 comforting to know when i started this on this journey well i started on it a while ago but now that i'm really focused on it with intention of of completion the uncovering of the the different ways the different parts that you wouldn't think you would have to do to write a book. You would think you just sit down and write it and boom, put it out there. There's other there's, there's <laughs> other components that have come to light that it's good. I'm glad they came to, to light. I'm glad they're in my sight and in my willingness to do. But that's that's been interesting because I thought, boom, I can do this and boom, 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 boom. But not quite, but that's it's good. I'm I'm good and, and I thank you, wise ones. I, I thank you, Karen. And um and we thank you, Queen. Thank you. It is true. I'm, I am understanding that in a whole new light too. A book is a journey. It's a, it's like it's like a pregnancy. It's a nine, at least a nine month process, <laughs> or more, depending on. Go ahead. On when the when it incubated when when the seed was first planted the sperm was first connected um yeah it's it's a process that's interesting that you chose chose to say that about the pregnancy because i i was telling a a a published author many times published author i said i'm in my first or second trimester (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. of birthing a exactly. Something, something really wonderful is happening because I'm beginning to see the book coming to life. I mean, see it as I'm writing the story. Stories contain the messages contained within the pages of the book that I'm beginning to see see what's happening. Mm. So as the reader comes goes into the book, I can see where I'm taking them. And when and I started out, I didn't. As I, when I started out, I didn't imagine it would be like this, but I'm seeing, you know, how I'm, how I'm taking them through the journey so that they can grasp and receive what I'm giving them, and it'd be mm-hmm. magical too. Not just, not just like reading a dictionary, or that can be magical too, or just reading something that, that is bland, but something that is. Magical, and that's that's exciting for me because I'm, I said, okay, yes. <laughs> now, which path should I take here? Because having so many options, which which way will I go? Which which road will I take them down? So I'm having fun, and I'm I'm so excited about um, stepping into the the authorship role 
and it's it's wonderful. It sounds it. It can hear the frequency through your voice. So that's great. That's awesome. Yay! Keep flying, <laughs> yes. lady. I'm flying next to you. All right. I see you. Thanks. Dragon is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you keep flying. I see you as a dove flying next to me. So there we go. There All we right. Go. I can, I can, ri- right, I can ride with you then. I can hit your ride on you. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. Definitely. All right. Namaste. Thanks for calling. All right. We have 609. Namaste. Who's calling, please? Hello. uh, My name is Carmen. Hi, Carmen. And where are you from? Uh, What's Blackwood, New Jersey? Okay. All right, good. So you really are a 609 person. Okay. Yes. I never know anymore. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so, Carmen, what can the wise ones answer for you today? So my original question was going to be around um, karma and soul contracts. Because um, I you know, left corporate America and I – Practice. I, I help people connect to the higher self through different modalities, including light language, and I um, have the, the help of my spirit guides and um, a bit of an intuitive. And I and so I you know I started um, my own business doing that practice, and it hasn't been that profitable. And, you know, people, I, the clients that I do have are very, you know, gracious that I've helped them a lot, but I'm not, I'm also kind of like not excited about it. When I have a session, I sometimes, I, I tend to feel like, like, oh, I have to go do this now, you know, even though I am, you know, providing a, a, a service and I, you know, I like that part, but so and then recently I've been called to take still surrounding light language and higher consciousness, but kind of taking it to a, a, a completely different business venture with um, with a, a potential partner, and that it would be completely different. But that does excite me. So my original question was going to be because I've been up and down all throughout life, like financially. And my question was going to be, do it, do I have something within my karma or like a soul contract that is hindering financial abundance in my life? But then, you know, after listening to your conversations with the other callers, then my thought kind of turned to, I really shouldn't worry or think about that. I the, the fact that in my gut I'm excited and we should always move towards what we find joy and in love and everything else will fall in line. So that's what I have. Yes, <laughs> yes. you're absolutely right. Passion is the fuel. Because here's the other reason for that. 
passion, if you have to do something, you're vibrating very low. And abundance and prosperity is a high vibration. It aligns with love and joy and excitement and passion. So mm-hmm. a have to is not going to attract high prosperity. Joy will. That's the place that will resonate with prosperity. And the other piece to that is that people resonate to joyful people. You know, don't if you have the choice to be with two different people in the day, are you going to be with somebody who's really excited or with somebody who's who's just going through the motions and doing what they said I, they do? People flock to those that are joyous. People flock to those who are happy and excited and passionate. That's what attracts people. You really did get the answer for yourself. Didn't you? I guess so. <laughs> yes. Okay. When you ne- we'll we'll validate you and say, "Yep, you're right. You're on target. You're right there." Um, and there are days when you just need somebody else to go, mm-hmm, yeah, 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 keep on that train of thought. You're good. Keep going. You're you're right on path. Yes, you want to follow the joy. The joy is where you can be the excitement. And that's what's so hard for so many spiritual workers is when – They love the work, they love the work, they love the work. And when it becomes a business, and then they're responsible for the clients and it's what puts the roof over their head, and and then you get that whole whole end of the business plan into place, it becomes more of a chore and not a joy. And that that is a dilemma for so many light workers, those that are out there serving love and light and assisting people, it becomes another whole modality of how to get the income you need to take care of you and honor you. And then it becomes a whole, well, why am I not being honored? I'm serving love and light. And you go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. So you're in a world, a 3D world, that still hasn't caught up to what money, what, where it, money should be placed. Like, you know, healing your soul, healing yourself is one of the most important things you can do versus going and buying a new shirt or a new pair of shoes to add to your collection. It's, your world is, it hasn't gotten to the point yet. And so many of you are out there wondering, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? The greatest gift you can give yourself is follow your passion. Follow your passion. Take away the efforting the best you can. 
and that will serve you and everyone you serve. Right. Yeah, that's because I, you know, I'm like, I, I shouldn't be feeling this way, you know, even, mm-hmm. and it's, I, I actually, I, the first time I met you, I went to your lecture at the, um, the Empowerment, the Empowerment Light Expo. Oh, and o- yes. Thank and, you. Yes. <laughs> and um, thank you because you are the first person that really resonated with me because with like the light language, and you refer to the wise ones, but um, mm-hmm. I have what I kind of just, why well, I refer to as my counsel. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it was just um, very nice meeting you because we, we shared a lot of similarities. And even with other mm-hmm. individuals that I've met, that um that you know do speak and and, and draw light language all that it, it's always been kind of different um mm-hmm. but yeah it, you know it's definitely been a journey because when you it it's weird because when you have such great connections with you know your your angels and your spirit guides and but yet you still have like these earthly thoughts and challenges mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's it's like why? You know, <laughs> how can I have all of this great universal connection and still, you know, not have abundance in these other areas of life? Right, right. Yes, it is a journey, and what you know, honor yourself and do what's next for you, and. And what can keep you in passion? Because I get it. There's days when I'm stressed out and tired and and doing a newsletter or doing the radio show. It's like, okay. And I just have to center myself and get back into the joy of this work. And then I can go, okay, yay, all right, I'm ready. Um, Because you're pulled in so many directions and so many responsibilities. And it's that's why I'm walking in the trenches with all of you. It's all a process and it's it's an I'll say you probably haven't heard this from me before and I haven't said it recently on the on the radio show so I'll say it now. I was given a message years ago in teaching the laws of attraction and what came to me is every nanosecond of every second of every minute of every hour of every day of every week of every month of every year we have a choice. We have a choice. Are we going to choose to come from love or are we going to choose to come from fear? Are we going to choose to come from have to or are we going to choose to come from get to? Are we going to choose to come from I don't want to or are we going to choose to come from wow, yay? We have a choice of how we breathe in every nanosecond of every second, of how we think, feel, talk, walk, express ourselves. We have a choice. And if we chose in the last nanosecond to not be happy, fine. I get to change it again. There's good news. I get to change it again. That's a new second. I get to change what I said. 
we get to alter it. And that's where we have to have grace and compassion with ourselves and realize, okay, yeah, I get why I chose that. All right, but now it's a new moment. I get to choose this. Get to choose this. Wasn't a mistake before. It's just what was in the moment. You may have gotten into an unconscious rote mode, but hey, I'm awake and alive this minute and I get to choose different. So that's the grace I go back to with myself. Please give that to you and everyone listening. It's, it's we, we need to just honor ourselves and where we are. And if we need a moment to grieve, if we need a moment to be angry, if we need a moment to be pissed off, if we need a moment to be a little child and throw a tantrum, great. If you can do it under 17 seconds, even better. But if not, then you just clean it up and say, okay, this is where I'm going. This is what I want. Here's my intentional framework. I'm getting back into that framework. I'm getting back into that stance. Yay! I'm back. Okay. I can do this now. Allow yourself that process because we're human. All right, Carmen? All right. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you for bringing this to the table for everyone. And thank you for the amazing uh, acknowledgement and compliment. I appreciate it immensely. We hope to hear from you again. And um, bye for now. Namaste. Namaste. All right, everyone. So, huh, the um, show went a little longer. If you heard any beeps or clicks in there, it's because I had to extend the show twice. So you might have heard me clicking on things there. But it was to extend the show for everyone. So what did I just do? I unfortunately have everybody live. Hold on one second. I need to take everybody off the line. Okay, there we go. All right, everyone. Um, my one. We have so immensely enjoyed this conversation. You guys are so wonderful. You're getting out there. Every single one of you listening is here in this conversation because you are expanding yourself. You are stepping up. You are stepping out. You are willing to look at who you are. You are willing to figure out how Father knows best. You are creators. You are fertilizing your thoughts with new ideas and new beginnings and new opportunities for yourself. You are taking the time to do all of those things for you. And now it's how to put it out there, how to put it out there. We will keep honoring you to remind you to create those frameworks, create the passion, joy, and excitement around it. Put it out there. Just that's the bottom line that will serve you always. And yes, honor yourselves because you're walking in a half 3D world, a half 5D world. You're in both playgrounds and neither one of these adventure parks are, are working properly. The 3Ds breaking down and the 5Ds being built and you're flowing in between. 
And the more that you can stay centered, grounded, aligned, attuned, the more you can choose love for yourself and others, the more you can set up the frameworks and get back to that framework and stand in the excitement of the result, the solution, that's where your power and your centeredness and your love and your light are going to vibrate the greatest. And it is in that vibration that you will attract back the love and the joy and the prosperity and the abundance and the manifestations that you are all desiring. Allow yourself to flow with this field. The field, you know, think about it. It keeps getting heated up and heated up and heated up, and that becomes more kinetic and more kinetic and more kinetic. And you are going through this kinetic field. So the more that you can stay centered and balanced, the more easily you can fly through changes and vibrations in the world today. That's how Father knows best. We honor you. We see you. We love you. We embrace you and we fly with you. Namaste for now. Thank you, wise ones. Thank you. Karen, turn out with peace in the flow. Okay, guys. So July 1st, I'll be back with the Andromeda Council. That's next Sunday. (laughs) Can't believe it's July next Sunday. My gosh. Oh, my gosh. And the July 8th is going to be the moon, talking about these eclipses. So, uh, yeah, I'll be tuning into that one. Um, that's, that one's going to be good to hear. And I will take us out with toning. Namaste, everyone. Thank you for being part of the Awakening family, and goodbye for now.